Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Rock the Mic. Happy Tuesday. I know that I usually record my episodes on Mondays, but with the holidays and playing catch up with my job, um, I'm, I'm doing it today. <laughs> so um, I hope that you all enjoyed your Christmas holiday with your families and I pray that you know you took a moment on Saturday to thank God for his son Jesus and for everything that he's done for us you know what he did for us because uh the gifts you know the gifts are nice but the real gift is Jesus and because of that you know Christmas is every day and so, yeah, you know, today's my first day back live after a couple of weeks. Uh, I've been recording my two peas in a pod episodes, and um, those were a lot of fun to do. So I hope that you guys enjoyed the interviews. Um, there's a lot of room for improvement when it comes to my interviewing skills. <laughs> but nevertheless, it was a lot of fun. Uh, recording those episodes and just you know I mean Apostle Mitchell and Danielle are just like two of my favorite people so it's always nice talking to them um and actually you know today is my last podcast episode for a couple of months um I really need to take some time off to you know just kind of like fill myself back up you know because um, I can't pour out of an empty cup. So I need to take some time off to really just, you know, spend time, uh, you know, with God, right? So that I can hear from him about what he wants me to do next, what direction he wants me to go in, in, in terms of all this podcasting stuff. And, and also, you know, I need to really focus on school because my classes are really starting you know, they're starting to get a little hectic. <laughs> and um, God willing, I, I will come back with a season two of Rock the Mic, uh, probably like in March. And I'm going to continue recording my off-the-cuff episodes as I'm led, you know, from time to time. But as far as the weekly podcast episodes, those are not um, going to be airing until uh, probably until March. And so since... This is my last episode of season one, and we're also getting ready to celebrate a new year. Today, I just want to talk to you guys about my biggest lesson of 2021, which is keep the faith. You know, I know that um, keep the faith is one of those sayings that people tell you when they want you to feel positive about an uncertain situation. Um, or like if you're going through a rough time, you know, people will say things like, oh, just keep the faith, girl. It's going to be all right. Keep the faith. But, uh, you know, it's more than that. You know, faith is definitely the foundation of our walk with Christ. But without some type of action behind it, it's pointless. 
And um, I was reading the story of how Peter, the disciple Peter, he walked on water. The story is in Matthew 14. And, you know, that story, man, I, I like I said, I, I the word of God, it's truly like inexhaustible. You know what I'm saying? You could hear something over and over and over again, but... When God wants to speak to you directly, it's going to hit you like, like, like it hit you for the first time. And Matthew 14, man, this story of how Peter walked on water, you know, it, it's kind of deep because Peter, like he was a regular human being just like us. He was a, he was a man. He was a, he was a sinner in need of a savior, just like us. And, uh, as I was reading the story, it was talking about how, like, the disciples, they was on this boat. And it was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And there was a storm, a raging storm. And they saw Jesus walking towards them. But they wasn't sure if it was Jesus. And when they saw him, they initially thought that it was a ghost. And so they got all scared and stuff. And, you know, that part of the story, it really tripped me out because... When you go back in the story, like if you go back to the previous chapters in, in Matthew 14, like the disciples that very day, they witnessed a miracle when Jesus fed like 5,000 people with like, I don't know, five loaves of bread and two fish. And um, the disciples you know, up until this moment that they were on this boat in this storm, the disciples, they had been witnessing and experiencing the power of Jesus. But it blew my mind how these men who have been with Jesus the whole day, they have been with him the whole day. But as soon as as the storm showed up, they couldn't even recognize him. Mm. And that jumped out at me because sometimes we let our problems or, you know, the situations in our lives, we allow them to make us forget who Jesus is. You know, a lot of times we hear people talk about how important it is that we protect our peace. And I agree. Protecting our peace is important. And protecting our faith, it's important too. All of our peace, our hope, our joy, even, even maintaining a positive outlook in a dark or negative situation, the power to do that it comes from Jesus. He's the source. And you know, I have a sign in my house. It says that faith is not about believing that God can. It's knowing that he will. And you know, it's like a lot of people believe in God, but they don't know him. You can believe in God all day, but if you don't know him and you're not making an effort to get to know him, then you're not really tapped into the source. Yeah. As I was reading that story, Peter, he took his eyes off of Jesus. 
and he started to focus on the storm, the waves and, and, and everything that was going on around him. And he started drowning. Then he was like, save me, Lord. And immediately Jesus reached out and grabbed him. And Jesus told him, you have so little faith. Why do you doubt me? When we choose to focus on our problems or focus on uh, you know, like, like the, the impossibilities of our circumstances, because sometimes circumstances can seem impossible. Sometimes, yo, it can look hopeless. It really can. And that could be straight up terrifying. And it can feel so overwhelming. But I've learned that our faith, it's a lot like our peace. Our faith, it can be easily lost. It can be shaken if we don't focus on protecting it. And fear, fear will sink your faith. How many times do we say that we're going to give a situation over to God, that we're going to trust him? We get on our knees, we praying, God, I give this to you. God, I trust you with this. God, I'm not going to worry about this no more. God, I turn it over to you, Lord. But the minute we stand back up, before God could even start working on the situation, we already done lost our faith because we try, we take it back. We take it back. We, 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 we don't let God be God sometimes, bro. You know, when you ask God for something, do you believe that he could do it? Peter asked Jesus, if it's you, call me to you. And Jesus said, come. But as soon as the wave started raging, Peter took his eyes off Jesus and he began to look at the situation and he started to drown. And we need to keep the faith and believe that God will do what he said he would do. That requires us to focus we become so easily distracted no matter Lord, no matter what the situation looks like guys you gotta have faith that he's going to work it out he will work it out and I know that you know like yo we humans but and we're limited just like Peter sometimes our faith levels they do fluctuate Sometimes we could have a Peter moment where we feel so confident in our faith, confident enough in Christ that we can climb out of the boat and walk on water. <laughs> but then, just like Peter, there are other times that we can have very little to no faith at all. Because if you know anything about the disciple Peter, He's the same Peter. Yeah, he stepped out onto the ocean, but he was the same Peter who denied knowing Jesus. Our faith can change. It can waver. That's why Jesus himself tells us that with faith the size of a mustard seed, we can tell a mountain to move and it will. Mustard seed faith. You know, in Mark 4, I think it is, it, it, it talks about the mustard seed. And it says that a mustard seed is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. 
the parable of the mustard seed. It's in Mark 4. I think, yeah, I think it's Mark 4. Having mustard seed faith, it's not about how big our faith is, but it's about the object of our faith. It's about that thing our faith is dependent on. You following me? So like, who you dependent on for that job? Who you dependent on for that house? Who you depending on for your healing? Are you depending on yourself? If you claim to be depending on Jesus, then what are you doing to activate your faith? Peter climbed out of the boat. What's your climbing out of the boat moment? You know, my mother, like she loves to plant and I watch her, you know, take care of her plants and you know, she takes care of my plants when I'm not here and uh I know for a fact that a seed a seed will not grow if it's not planted and taken care of properly. If we want a seed to grow, then it needs to be planted. It has to have the right soil. It needs water. It needs, you know, sometimes depending on the plant, it might need some fertilizer. Um, it needs sunlight. And I don't know, the seed is a lot like our faith because a seed cannot grow if we only rely on ourselves. See, our faith can't grow. Our faith is like that seed. Our faith can't grow if we only depending on us because there's other things that have to happen if we want, if we want the seed to grow. Mustard seed faith. It it should it should it signifies, I guess, I would say that that we we put our faith in God's power instead of our abilities. The smallest amount of faith, the tiniest amount of faith in Jesus, as long as it's genuine, as long as it's real, as long as it's sincere, that little tiny amount of faith in Jesus can make the most impossible things happen. Is there a mountain or, you know, like, um, you know, a problem? Because the mountain signifies problems, right? So is there a mountain in your life today? I dare you to tell it to move. I dare you to declare the victory that you already have over that situation in the name of Jesus. See, we're getting ready for a new year, guys. And I, I just came to remind you today that faith without works is dead, period. If you're going into the new year with the same thoughts, the same perspective, the same habits, the same mindset, you know, all of that is the same, everything the same, then don't expect much to change in the new year. You know, all that new year, new me. Oh, gosh, I hate that stuff because it's like new year, new me. No, no new year, new me. If you're going into the new year with the same old mindset. 
not a lot is going to change. But if you want to experience that power like Peter did, then you got to activate that faith with action. Let 2022 be the year that you get serious about your relationship with God. Let 2022 be the year that you make up your mind to stop playing around and get connected to a body. Let 2022 be the year that you finally invite God into your situation, just like Peter did when he called out to Jesus. Let 2022 be the year that you make the decision to stop focusing on the problem and focus on Jesus because Jesus is the solution, baby. You know, everybody wants to walk on water, but nobody wants to step off the boat. Let 2022 be the year that you take the first step towards, you know, initiating your faith like Peter did when he stepped off that boat. Peter was the only other person besides Jesus to walk on water. Y'all, I don't know, man. Like, stop and think about that for a minute, though. Peter? Wow, he walked on water. He got to experience the power of what faith in Jesus is all about. He got a taste. He got a little taste. I don't know about you, but I think that's absolutely amazing. Peter had enough faith that allowed him to walk on water with Jesus, but he also got distracted. So remember, guys, you got to protect your faith. If you don't remember the last time that you cried out to God and asked him to order your steps to direct your path, then you've been distracted. You're sinking. You got it. You've taken your eyes off of Jesus and you're focused on something else. If that's you, if you've been distracted, if you've lost your focus, then you can cry out to God and say, save me, just like Peter did. All you got to do is believe that he will save you, that he will help you. Because when Peter cried out to Jesus and he was like, save me, Lord. The word of God says that Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. Immediately. So I pray that 2022 will be an opportunity for you to focus on God and focus on what he's trying to teach you. And my prayer is that in 2022, you'll learn to trust God That you'll learn to trust him to handle those hard situations. That you'll learn to give him all of your pain, all of your bitterness, all of your unforgiveness. Because for real, for real, that's what life as a follower of Jesus Christ is supposed to look like. We're supposed to look to God for wisdom. And then we have to respond with obedience. Even when we're facing things that seem impossible, even if it looks hopeless. You got to keep your eyes on Jesus. I usually end with a quote, but today I'm going to leave you guys with two questions. What's distracting you from being focused on Jesus? What's your distraction? And if there's one thing that you could change about your daily routine 
that would help you to stay focused on Jesus, what would that be? So I pray that after, you know, after the pod is over, that you, you know, fast forward to this point right here and that you will write those two questions down and and write the answers and think about that. What's distracting you from being focused on Jesus? And if there's one thing that you could change about your daily routine that could help you to stay focused on Jesus, what would that be? And before I go, I want to pray with you guys. So. Heavenly Father, we confess that we have allowed ourselves to become distracted. But we don't want to do that anymore. Father, please forgive us. We want to trust you because you are worthy of our undivided attention. (coughs) Father, we just ask that you give us the strength and the self-control that we need to keep our eyes fixed on you. Help us to keep our attention on our Savior, Jesus Christ, so that we can learn what you want us to learn and be who you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for listening today. I pray that this has blessed you. And if it did, share it with a friend. I wish you all a very happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.